you're welcome back welcome back to episode 19 of bottom of the net today's cast we got mellow back in the building we got special k Kyrie, cal and i'm your host cam uh 19 episodes kind of crazy i didn't think we would make it here crazy this is because of the fans shout out y'all um if you guys want to support us a little more, we got a Patreon, so we're, we're showing our real personalities, like for real, for real. So go check out the Patreon, go subscribe to that. And um, if you want to go to Extra Extra Mile, go check out our donation. We'll appreciate all the support you guys give. Um, today's topics, we'll be talking about our great NBA players, better or worse as coaches in the future. Which players are going to be better in five years? If Ja Morant stays healthy, what's his ceiling? Is Tom Thibodeau holding back the Knicks? And who is the best shooting guard in the NBA at this moment? So the first topic we'll be doing is, are great NBA players better or worse as coaches in the future? And we'll be starting off with my boy, Melo. Oh, wow. That's a tough one. I would say worse unless unless they were a point guard back in the days. So a prime example, a coach like a Jason Kidd, you know, he's you know considered a good coach. I mean, like if LeBron right now were to coach an NBA team, I don't think it will work out at all. It's a disaster soon to happen. So I just think that if they play like a position like the point guard, because, you know, point guard is like the floor general of the NBA. They're like the quarterback of the field, of the court, I mean. I think that they would be good head coaches. Okay. Uh. For me, it, it really all depends on who the player is. So, like, in his instance, he said LeBron would. I think LeBron would be a good coach because of his IQ, and he has that point guard mentality, and he's like a on-the-court coach, so he can direct traffic while he's on the court. And I'm just like, it's like those certain type of players, how they play in the league that, like, let the team on the floor. Like, let's say Chris Paul, for example. I feel like he'd be another one of those players who could be a really good coach. Now, you're saying all point guards. My thing is not all point guards can do it. Some point guards can. By saying some point guards can, I'm talking about Steve Nash couldn't do it. But mm-hmm. it, like I say, it depends on certain players that can and can't coach. It, it all depends on how they were when they were playing. If they were on the court coaches, then it'd be easier for them to be coaches. Um, but, uh, I mean, I feel like it's all situational for real. I just depends on it. It's it's like almost whatever, whatever situation the coach gets themselves into with the team. Cause like, I I gotta use him cause like I feel like it's a good example. But Steve Kerr, like he was just handed a dynasty. I feel like, cause I I I'm honestly I feel like if we would have gave Mark one more year. The Warriors still they at least making the conference finals though. Like. That team was already well built. They already had a lot of sh- a lot of stuff in motion. But um, coaches like coaches like Jason Kidd. I mean, I feel like that could be situational too with Luca, because he is still a young player. Don he, he's top five, easily top five player in the league. So it might be a different different situation for him because he might not know how to handle that with a young player with with a lot of talent as, as he has, but. And that's my. Okay. Mm-hmm. To to piggyback off Kyrie, like, you know, 
Jason is a good coach. Um, one prime example we could use is Chauncey. Chauncey is a really great player coach. You know, he comes from that system of defense and, you know, locking dudes up. So I think he's 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 a good prime example of players who can transition into that coaching role. Um, Steve is a good is a good uh, example as well. You know, he what he did for the Warriors, I, even though, like you said, Mark Jackson, you know, he, they could have went to the conference and made some noise, but I think Steve brought a dynamic of like that that system from um, what's his name? Uh, what's the coach for the Bulls? Uh, yeah. No, Phil Jackson, that. exactly. You know, he he brought that type of system of free form. You know, players playing free and playing like themselves. I feel like Steve. Why are you shaking your head? He went with more of pop, not Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Oh, okay. Phil, Phil okay. Jackson only implemented a triangle offense to play through a star. He copied pop more because he plays with just more of a ball movement off screens, and it's the freedom as a team to get the team flowing. That was the big difference. If if he implemented I, what Phil did, it would have been only only through Steph, like only through Steph. I, I feel like I feel like he implemented implemented Phil because of like the way he coaches them. You feel me? He gives them like that that freedom of like you know you could do whatever you want. You feel me? Because you're a star player type shit. He does that with Curry a lot. So I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. No, but the thing is, he does that. I'm not saying like he took the freedom, but he did the he gave the whole team freedom. It just isn't okay. Curry. Like, I okay. if he did take that from Phil, but, like, anywhere Phil coached, the offense was being run through one or one or two guys. I was like, Lakers, yeah. offense was being run through Kobe. Um, Chicago, offense was being run through uh, MJ. Even when he was at the Knicks, he wanted it run through Melo. So. Yeah, yeah. Even, I, I want to ask you this question. Even the early, the later Laker teams, you feel like they were the same thing, running through Kobe most yeah, of the time? Uh, most of the time it was run through Kobe. Not saying that, not saying like the other players didn't help. Obviously they did because they did have pretty solid teams. But we all know what player needed the ball and what player had the ball in his hands to make things work. So Right. But, um, to piggyback off of what Kyrie said, like I'm big on the whole like, like this kind of situation they get put in because um, if you take Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas was a great point guard in his heyday. And then he wasn't a good coach. Like, he was a terrible coach, especially when he got to New York. Horrible coach. It's just all it's, – it's just – it's a situation thing. Like, it just all depends on the situation thing. And then I feel like as a player, once you leave, like, like once you're done playing, I feel like you have to have an obsession, like, with numbers and consistency and shit like that. And I feel like a lot of, like, players don't have that. It's like you have the love for the game. But now you have to love the statistic side and the play side. Because, like, when you're playing, like, as a player, it's just, like, it's pure freedom. It's different. It's different from a coach's aspect. Because coaches want you to run those plays. They want you to do certain things. But as a player, you know, seven out of ten times, you're not really doing what your coach says unless it's, like, a guaranteed play. So it's just, like, I feel like you have to fall in love with, like, plays and statistics after bad, like, after you're done playing, in a sense. Respectfully. Because those old players, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're not used to, like, analytics and stuff like that. Like, having to coach based off the percentage of shots you make from certain parts of the court. And, like, so that could be that could be a factor as well. I feel like smart coaches, well, smart players, you know, use the analytics to their advantage. Like, CP3, he can use, I think he picks his spots in certain ways. I think you he, feel me? I think with Chris Paul, he looks at more, like, field goal percentages more than anything to figure yeah, out where his teammates want to be. But, again, that's yeah. completely different when it comes to coaching. 
because mm. now you have to look at it like how is this play going to be set up how am i going to get this player here because you're not on the floor no more you're telling players your players like oh you just do this they can't play the same way you played and it's like if you get if you understand what i'm getting at it's like steve nash situation steve nash didn't you have ben simmons first of all you guys are two different completely players and i'm pretty sure steve nash wanted ben simmons to uh orchestrate an offense just how he did but that's not ben simmons Steve Nash was very fluent, like moved like water with an offense. And like with Ben Simmons, it's more like I need this pick and roll or it's like a fast break type of thing. So it's just like he could sit here and be like, yo, Ben, I want you doing this and this and this. But it's just like Ben doesn't play like you. So it's different. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know. It's, it's a weird like. Yeah, absolutely right. It's You're right. It's weird. But it's. it's no, like, no, no, it's not weird. It's just it's just the way the shit is. You feel me? Like, uh, an ex-player could be a good coach, but they could also be a terrible coach. It's, like, so 50-50. Like, Cha- like Chauncey Billups, I agree with you. Like, bring, like bringing, that, bringing that good culture into Portland of, like, playing more defense and getting them rolling and having more of a better offense and stop flowing through Dame all the time makes them a better team. So, and, you know, that's I mean, you can look at it from the other side, too, though. So, technically, can we say... Chris, not Chris Paul. Steve Nash um, has the potential potential to be a good coach, but it's just a bad situation for him to be in My, as a first time coach. Uh, for me, I'm gonna say no. I don't see the potential because what what was lacking in Brooklyn is that you never <laughs> implemented offense. You never implemented an offensive system first, and you're searching like a high IQ point card. It doesn't make sense because if you watch, if we watch, you know, when we watched Brooklyn play when Steve Nash was coach, we was only seeing the offense being ran through two guys, Kyrie and KD. And it's just like we're in a day and age of the NBA where you're not going to win just with two guys. So it's like, it's just like if you had the potential, you would have learned how to get more players involved, like more players get going instead of just two guys because the ball is always in those two guys' hands. And you can't say that they don't want that because KD's out here in the media complaining like, yeah, I'm doing my part. My team needs to pick up the pace now. Like, I could drop 30 every night. That doesn't mean we're going to win. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. I want to hear I want to hear Cam's, well, Melo's side. About that. You're a Brooklyn fan, Nash? so I want to know what well, you. Respectfully, I don't think Steve Nash was a bad coach. From hmm. like, from an from offensive standpoint, I think that he gave us that won 10 points a game. You feel me? The problem was defense. I just felt like, you know, he didn't hold guys accountable on, you know, on defense, especially on transition defense. Guys didn't get back on time or, like, guys didn't guys didn't communicate well on who to pick up on their guy. That was the problem with Steve Nash, I would say. But, you know, when you have two, you know, pre-Madonna guys on your team, like uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, you know, it's hard. You feel me? And, you know, you guys brought up a good point about situation. Like Steve Nash was just brought in from his guy Sean Marks. You feel me? It's not like Steve Nash. He wanted the job. Like Sean Marks just handed him the job, and he just thought that shoot, I have two, you know, two All Star players, and me, you know, use them to the best of my ability. And also he had Harden, but you know, of course, that experiment didn't work out. I felt like if you send him to a team like a young team like a Houston or like a Charlotte, I think that Steve Nash could, you know, turn the Turn their organization around. Um, quick question for you, Melo. Um, yeah. What did Steve Nash do so well offensively for them? I mean, he kind of, when I say kind of, kind of tried to do similar to what the Warriors did, like the running gun. 
you know, just shoot threes, you know, shoot. I don't think so because their offense was only running through two guys. There was no plays. There's no play calling. There's no off ball movement. It's not like you guys don't have the shooters for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't I just know. Like, I, just, I think Steve Josh just just overall did bad in Brooklyn. Like overall offense and defense, even recruiting. Like I think he just did bad. I mean, you think if he's like given another chance to become a head coach, you think that he could execute? I think like, he has to be put in the right situation. So yeah, like a Houston or like a Charlotte, like a young team like those. You know, guys that probably might buy in. You know, probably will listen to him. Cam just thinks Steve no, is a bad just, coach. No, I don't think he's a bad coach. It's just like because with that, that, that's Houston, a problem. With the Houston situation, it's just like I don't think a guy like Kevin Porter Jr. is gonna listen to him. They don't have that type of team or the shooters to run the type of offense he he wants. So it's just like if he gets put in a situation where let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. I think he would be doing what Sacramento, like Mike Brown, is doing to Sacramento right now. I think he would have been a great fit in Sacramento. Taking a team that has a bunch of talent, just don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Mike Brown has the Sacramento Kings with a winning record. Jesus Christ, I don't know when the last time that was. Um, oh, two. Oh, two. But That's it's just like, I think back. Steve Nash would have went there and done the same thing because you, you got the players for each position. You got the talent. I think he would have made it work there more than in, like, in a place like Houston or definitely Brooklyn. I think he would have been going in the same route as Mike Brown with Sacramento right now. But real quick about Steven Ash, so uh, I mean, I sort of, I sort of kind of feel like we can't put the full blame on him about not having some type of offensive scheme put in play for those two star players that they got. Because um, you heard Kyrie beginning of the season, he said they don't need a head coach. So yeah. I mean, I feel like some of that you got to put on the players. If they feel like they don't need a head coach from the rip, then they should be the ones to take lead or some type of initiative to put some type of scheme together for them. You feel me? Not, not just out there playing one-on-one every night, like and we say. I think, and I think Harden was kind of buying it into his system, too. As, you know, Harden, you know, played the point guard the point guard position pretty well in Brooklyn. You know, he got classed in tempo, ball. yeah. I think, um, yeah. I'm not going to say Harden was buying into his system. I think Harden was just doing what Harden does best, which is, you know, he's the pick-and-roll king. <laughs> we could all admit right. that, bro. I, I, think, I think James Harden probably – Top five player in the league that to run a pick and roll, like he runs the pick and roll very well. I think he's a top five player in the league at that specifically. So it's just, to his pace too. It's yeah, whatever whatever it's, speed he wants to. So that like to me, it's just like Harden's gonna do that regardless. Like that's literally his bread and butter. So it's just like I don't know if he was buying in, but it's just like he was moving the ball. But pick and roll is his bread and butter. Like it's his yeah. it's his number one thing. So like like I said, pretty much how he did it in Houston with him and Capella. Turn Capella into an all star. <laughs> Word. But um, we're going to roll into the next topic. And uh, I think this one's going to be pretty interesting. You know, it's going to be which player do you guys think will be better in five years? I'm going to give you guys two different options. So the first option is going to be Darius Garland or Jalen Green. Who's going to be better in five years? Start us off, Melo. Garland. Garland. Like this guy's game has improved tremendously every year, man. You know, I saw him play at the Miami Pro League in Miami, and bro, the kid is fast, quick, knows how to shoot. You know, oh, I said, which one of you said that he's like he 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 was Kyrie Irving? 
when baby. he was in Cleveland. Yeah. I'm gonna say this yes. clearly so people don't yeah. get on me. He's yes. a baby Kyrie Irving, not full yes. potential, but baby. A uh, mature, ver- uh, like I would say, a mature version. You know, he likes to get guys involved first. You know, I can see he's a pass first guy, but when it's time to shoot it, <laughs> you know, the other night he gave you know 51 last week and 41 the other night. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that you know he he will be better in five years than on um, Jay Green. Cam. That's a fact. <laughs> you already know how I feel. I feel the same way you do. Like I agree with you. He's like a baby Kyrie in the making. If he, I would say even it's kind of tough to say, but even back in the like, if they both came in at the same time, I feel like he's still gonna have an upper edge over Kyrie because he gets his teammates involved, and Kyrie, you know, was just out there trying to get buckets. But I feel like DG. Will be way better in five years. I feel like he'll have a more well-rounded game. He he could potentially be face of the league eventually. No, I don't know about that. One. Mm. That's a hot take. I That's like that. Take. I like that though. Um, Kyrie, Kyrie, you know who I feel, man. Feel me? Yeah, we got the Darius Garland haters over here. You know what I'm saying? I I got paid DG here though. <laughs> Uh, I was ready to hear it. I was ready to hear it. <laughs> no, I got to though. I feel like Jalen uh, relies a little bit too much on his athletic athleticism, but uh, I mean, we know how that goes. Like, if if you're if you're not a skillful, crafty guard, you could get to your spots, hit your shot. I mean, he could shoot at the same time, Street. but he's definitely not as skillful as DJ. Like, DJ is a lot more well well rounded of a player than him. Mm-hmm. So. I'll pick that. I'll give DG a pass for this one. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm 50-50 because oh, it's so early in their careers. And I know Jalen has the potential to be an outstanding scorer. We've seen his ability to score. Um, for DG, he's very special in pick and roll. He, he sees everybody on the floor. Like you said, he gets everybody involved. But with Jalen, it's more of him picking his spots and finding his game. Cause I don't think he has a game right now. He relies too much on the three ball and he doesn't focus on attacking the rim and going to the free throw line. So that's something he has to really improve. And it's early. I, I don't want to, I give the edge to Garland though. Cause Garland's fucking, he's a monster, bro. He's a monster. And you can see his game progressing every season, you know, every season from his rookie year to what is this is third year maybe third year, third year? Third, fourth, yeah. yeah so yeah it's it's fifty fifty oh. <laughs> DG clears easily um, like clears easily um in Jay- five years can really yeah it's just Jalen yeah. Green don't get me wrong but like, Jalen a- Green has potential it's super early in the careers I do agree with you but it's just like yeah bro we're in a day and age where like. Younger players show their full potential so early. We could name a shit ton of guys who came in the league and started hooping and stayed on that path. So it's just like that's rare, though. That's rare. It hasn't been rare. Like, I feel like we could go through a list of dudes right now. All right, go through a list right now. Zion. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Zion's been mm-hmm. killing. What? Zion's healthy. been killing. So healthy. healthy, healthy, but no, it's, I'm not talking about okay. health right now. I know how you get with yeah. health. I'm not talking about health. Yeah. So, yeah. um. So Zion's Aiden. one, uh, Luca's obviously the one. Uh, Jalen okay. Brown and Jason Tatum—they both came in the league killing, right. and they're still killing. Um, DG's one of them. Killing. I think 
I think LaMelo Ball is one of them, too, even though health's okay. becoming an issue right now. But LaMelo came in the league on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. There's a lot of young players who come in. Um, Scotty Barnes came in the league. Yes, he's not killing points-wise, but, like, as, a, like, a, a second-year dude just doing everything on the floor, that's important to me. You going right. out every night, 15, 8, 9 rebounds, 5, 6 assists, a block, a steal, and you've been doing that for two years straight already? That's killing to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, John Morant is definitely one of the dudes. He came in the league thinking he Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like there's a lot <laughs> of guys, Jesus. bro. Um, I know he goes under the radar, but R.J. Barrett came in the league doing his thing, bro. It's just he doesn't get yeah. love because he's in New York. But R.J. RJ came in the league doing his thing. Um, I think R.J. doesn't get love because he's super inefficient. That's what I, the I, issue is. I get it, but he, he gets buckets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like um, one that – Real quick about DG and uh, Jalen, I just felt like we seen uh, DG take this take the leap to. Uh, clearly, he was All Star player last year, so we seen him take that leap to All Star. And he's unlocking his potential. We have yet to see that from Jalen Green yet, so I feel like we might have to give him just the a little only bit more. reason. I'm 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 like, uh, I'm like I'm clear, saying DG clears with Jalen. The problem with Jalen to me is Jalen's a very talented, skillful player. And he came to a team where he had the keys in his hand right now. Like, the keys are yeah. in his hand. There's nobody in front of him. Kevin Porter Jr., but they stare, They shared a spotlight. So it's just like, to me, it's just like, you have no real reason to not be unlocking your potential at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Great Granite is only his, what, second year? Mm-hmm. So it's just second like, year. he's got yeah. time. He has a shit ton of time. It's just, with the way DG plays, man, it's just, I don't think there is any decline because he scores. He passes, he could shoot, he gets to the rack, he picks his spots very well, he's crafty, and I don't see that going downhill at all, ever in his career. The the only thing I would steer away from is is ranking them so early is is like playoffs. That's that's the one thing I'm I want not, to see I'm not them. Up, I'm not bringing up winning and none of that because they're in two different complete situations. situations. So exactly. I, I don't I, like. I don't like speaking on winning. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying winning. I'm saying I want to see them perform in the playoffs. How they perform? Well, DG, not even DG without 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 Don and them. They they made a playing game. It's just they ran it to KD. So. No, no, no I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him for that situation. But I'm just saying I, I want to see them. Say, bro, huh? I'm gonna say they only won 22 games last year without uh, Don. So. Right. They made a play-in. How they only win 22 games? Looking at the wrong year? Are you looking at the wrong year? They made the play-in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they won 44 games last year. Yeah, that's pretty good the for Rockets a starless team. The Rockets still only had 20 wins. So. He, got injured. he got injured in in the middle of the season, so they went on a decline. Yeah, I think Jared, him and Jared got injured. So it's just like, I don't know. With them two, I just got to go DG because he has the better overall game. And the thing about Earth. DG for me is just like, what I think he does very well as a young player is, like, he picks his spots so well. Like, where to score on the floor, like, any like at the moments he is, he, he picks his spots very well. But I do have – I have hope for Jalen, and I, I hope he just starts using his athleticism for real, for real, because he is a streaky-ass three-point shooter. And like, yo, bro, you could jump with anybody in the league. Like, it's just a fact. So use your athleticism to your advantage. Use your speed to your advantage. Get to your spots well. Like you could play, kid. You have the keys. Get your confidence and go. Like just go. It's, it's not even that he doesn't have the confidence. He plays too fast. If you watch him really play, like he tries to get into his moves really early when he could just pick his spots, pull up for the midi. Feel me? 
I don't know. Right. I don't think he has confidence in his jump shot. Even if he's just pulling it, I don't think there's real confidence behind it. That's interesting. Yeah, bro, he's a star player. He has to shoot at the end of the night. He's literally the second second go-to option on that team. So it's just like you're going to have to shoot regardless. Because if he don't shoot, I don't know who's pulling that motherfucker after him. I mean, Eric Gordon. Jabari. Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. is definitely the first option, bro. Yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. He's definitely the first option. Okay, no, they're not throwing it there. Aaron Gordon. He's the first he's option. Bro. He's a way. He's he's the he's, he's, he's a better scorer than Jalen Green, bro. He's the first option. No, not bro. Oh, he's a he's a better slap. He's a better score. He's a better scorer. When Jalen Green is hot, bro. When Kevin Porter Jr. is hot, and he has he has a deeper bag, bro. I'm going Kevin Porter Jr. His bag's deep. I'm going with Kevin Porter Jr. He's a better scorer than Jalen Green. It's Kevin no, Porter Jr. Right, so Kevin Porter Jr. and D, uh, DG. Oh, I'm still taking DG because he passes. Yeah, I'm still taking Kevin DG. Porter Jr. Don't pass. He does. He does not pass. Yeah. That boy. No, that boy a bucket though. He's a bucket. Yeah, so is Darius Garland. Hey, you saying you saying DG baby uh Kyrie? Nah, nah. Kevin Porter, Kevin Porter Jr. Jr. is one of the, he's he's one of the shiftiest players in the league. That boy. Who? Kevin Porter Jr. Shift team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's shifty. Yes, he's, bro, he's a better he's a better scorer than Jalen Green, bro. He's a better scorer than Jalen Green. That's Baby James, right? Baby James Harden. He's a better scorer. Hey, yeah. as a team, how we feeling? Who's a better scorer, Kevin Porter Jr. or Jalen Green? Kevin Porter. Yeah. We not going. <laughs> nah, right. you drunk? We all drunk then. Well, I'm, I, yeah, might, I might be. I actually I might be. But, um, let's go to the next matchup. This one's real interesting. I don't know who to pick here. Tyrese Halliburton or Tyrese Maxey? Halliburton. Mm. I, I, it's just something about him getting his guys involved. You no, know, you know, he averaged about uh, how many? 10.5 assists a night. Yes. So, you know, I love, you know, I love the way how Love the way how he involved his guys, but when it's time to shoot, you know he's pretty good. Probably could give you, you know, a quick 20, 22 points a night. Um, Maxi just too inconsistent. Uh, granted, like if Harden's not in the lineup, it definitely give you that nice thirty piece night. But if Harden or Embiid are there, it's like, you know, he pretty much get he pretty much get overshadows. So I'm gonna have to go with uh, what's his name, Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah. Okay. Same. Going Holly Burton because I I feel like he's I feel like he's a better player over Maxi. Uh, as far as like getting his teammates involved, and I'm like I feel like Maxi he still hasn't I, I feel like he's still developing his yeah. his role like like as of right now I feel like he's still he's still a role player, and I mm-hmm. think the way he's playing now either he has to move to a new team so he can like find himself or he's I thought like he's gonna be a role player throughout his whole career maybe and probably be end up being a six man. But as of right now I I'm seeing I'm going high burden. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go I'm gonna go Tyrese, bro. I'm gonna go Tyrese. They both names Only Tyrese. because uh <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean I mean I feel like I feel like I got to though only because I feel like he honestly does get overshadowed, you feel me? And I feel like he does have to pick up a lot of slack from, like, James Harden and other guards that they have on that team, you feel me? Like, he's a crafty player. He could get his shots. He, he's a great finisher, you feel me? 
But like he's still young, he's still developing. Same with Tyrese, but they they both in two completely different situations. I mean, one player is with James Harden, Joel, mm-hmm. the other one out of JUCO. So like, I feel like they both. My question, my question to you and Cam, um, real quick though, how is he getting overlooked if he's like the guaranteed third option? Second option. He's the third. That's when Harden's in right now. He's the second option, but it's just like. When Harden's on the floor, y'all seen he get over shot, but he's still the third option and puts up 15 times. Nah, he's the second option when Harden's on the floor. No, when, when, I watch when the Harden game, and Bede and Maxi in, bro, he's the third option, bro. I'd rather it goes Harden and Bede, Harden and Bede, than Maxi. They both average 22. I'm saying, I, I, don't know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how he's getting over shot, but continue on your Ma- take. Maxi's honestly averaging 23. But Harden's out at the moment, so he's going to ball out. He's a very oh, yeah. efficient scorer. No, no, no. Matthew just got injured, so it doesn't yeah, even matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And B's yeah. about to be going for forty every night. Mm. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> but um, I'm picking. I'm picking Maxi. I'm I'm picking Maxi. Um, I think he's the better scorer. He might be the better better playoff performer as well because um, I feel like he has that it factor. He can attack the Rams. Huh? I don't think. Gonna I don't say? think it's fair to bring up playoffs yet. Tyrese hasn't been there yet. But I like Tyrese, but Tyrese just shows up in in bigger moments, and we've seen it happen multiple times in multiple occasions. How many big moments are you going to have in Indiana, bro? It's a Juco. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Now he's on the Pacers, so I get it, but like, as far as potential, I don't even see Maxi as a role player, like Kay was saying. I see him as potential superstar player because his ability to score the ball on superstar. on great efficiency. So I'm 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 taking Maxi. I think what Maxi has over Burton is speed. Because Maxi is fast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's a better ball handler too, by far. Yes. I'm by gonna, far. Yeah, I'm not gonna say by far, but I give it to Maxi. Who's the, who's a better shooter? Oof, I know, Maxie. I know. Halliburton's shot is ugly, but the kid could shoot. I'm not. <laughs> the kid could shoot. See, like I'm real. I'm real. Like for me, I'm real fifty-fifty because Tyrese. I mean, um, Maxi. He's a great scorer, but outside of scoring, he doesn't do much. Exactly. Halliburton. I ain't gonna call oh. Maxi a. Uh, Maxi plays defense. He plays solid defense. He plays good enough defense for an undersized guard. It's just what Halliburton, man. Like. Two years in a row, you're you're averaging nine plus assists with with twenty points to go along with it and like five rebounds. I don't know, and 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 he's shown that he could help teams win. He showed it in Sacramento a little bit, and he's showing it with Indiana right now. They're winning a couple games here and there, so it's just like team wise, I'll go Halliburton in the future. But if I want I a you. solo player, I'm gonna go Maxi because Maxi's gonna be he's gonna be an All Star one day for sure. I mean, like, why, why, why Sacramento let go Halliburton then? Because I feel like that was hurt. They did him dirty. They wanted Fox. They felt Fox was their main guy, their main man. Yeah, I mean, they put so much money into the kid. I know they wasn't gonna, they wasn't gonna give Halliburton that money over Fox. They, they, they put too much into Fox. Who's the better player between those two? I'm going Halliburton. Fox. Long term, long term, long term. I'm going Halliburton, bro. Halliburton. Yeah, Halliburton. Fox is having an amazing season right now, but before that, he's really infi- inefficient and shit like that. So, 
K's over here like, yo, the DM Fox planner don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I love the Air Fox, but Halliburton is, is a better player than uh, Fox. Shout out, shout out, Mike Brown for changing the culture in Sacramento, though. Like the beam, yes, sir. Um, so we're gonna roll into the next topic, which is I feel like we should it should be interesting too. If John Morant stays healthy, what's his ceiling? And um, big emphasis on health. Ooh. So, Melo start us off. I think John Morant is, will be, if healthy, will be the Derrick Rose that we're supposed to see in Derrick Rose eight years ago. It's felt like, you know, very explosive. You know, someone, you know, someone that's a good leader. You know, I would say that that's the difference between him and Rose, that he's, you know, he's pretty vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, my opinion, yeah. You feel me? Um, also, even though John's not a good shooter, but I just felt like, you know, he pretty much attacks the rim a lot. And, you know, he definitely get most of his buckets from there. And, yeah, I just think that he's so, like he's supposed to be their Rose of eight years ago. Okay. Special K? Uh, I kind of disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think the ceiling is Derrick Rose. I feel like he's already – he's we're already seeing him – being what Derrick Rose was supposed to be. So for mm-hmm. his ceiling, I feel like Ja is going to be, he's just going to be his own ceiling. Like, I don't think there's going to be, he's going to make his own lane. Like, I don't think he's going to be based on, based off of someone else. I feel like he, he's like it. I, I put it this way. I feel like Ja is like, he's a mixture of Derrick Rose, John Wall, and Russell Westbrook. He has the rest mm-hmm. mentality of like, I'm that guy. I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. He has that John Wall. I'm gonna be flashy, and he has that Rose, like that explosiveness from Rose. I feel like he's like all that in one. So I'm just like, yeah, I can't really put him as ceiling of anyone who he plays like because as far as right now, he's kind of like I have all these in one. I'm gonna surpass them. I'm in my own lane. Okay, I like. Uh. I think it's tough to tell right now. I feel like we we do have to put a big emphasis on health. Because, like, I mean, luckily, luckily, you feel me, it's been these low, low-grade ankle sprains, you feel me, sidelining for a couple weeks, a couple weeks of rehab and all that. But, like, luckily, it's been nothing major. But, like, I, I feel like that that comes part of, part of his game. That's part of his game. He's so explosive, his ability to get to the rack, honestly, whenever he wants to. Mm-hmm. By far, he has to have like a top three, one of the quickest first steps in the league. Like, there's not too many defenders that stay in front of him that, that he can't blow past. But um, yeah, I just say big emphasis on health. If if Bro can stay healthy, I'll say his ceiling is he gonna sneak in a couple MVPs. I don't know if he's gonna win a ring. Memphis Memphis might be able to thug one out, but the way he's going, I I could definitely see him. Being being the face of of the NBA, like one of those those top three, top five players that we constantly talk about every year for MVP consideration, like one of those. Like. Okay, okay. Mm. Cal. Um, those are all great, great takes. Um, I say like he 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 could be, you know, Allen Iverson ish. What you mean by that? In terms. Well, what I mean, 
<laughs> my mic, my mic cut. Oh shit! Can you hear me? Yeah. What? Yeah. You hear me? Okay. You hear me loud. <laughs> like I'm saying, like he could. In terms of scoring, he can score very well. Mm-hmm. Like he's relentless. He can attack the rim. He has a decent three ball, so he reminds me of AI in that case. He has a decent three ball, nice, decent midi. His floater game is solid. Like you said, he can attack the rim, blow by anybody. Nobody can really stay in front of him. So it's like, who can really guard him? If you put a if you put a big on him, he's going past him. If you put a wing on him, he's probably gonna cross him over, hit him with a behind the back, some type of move. And if you put a, a smaller guard, he's gonna bully him because he's that strong. So I I, I guess AI. I agree with what Cam said too, but I agree with what you said too. Um, it's like he is in his own lane because he surpassed. He kind of surpassed the three dudes he's compared to most, which is Westbrook, Rose, and John Wall. Don't get me wrong; like, I'm a big enthusiast for John Wall because in his prime, he put up twenty and like ten for like five years straight. Um, which just goes nobody talks about that. Huh? What you mean by pass? Like what I you? Think, I think he surpassed him already. Yeah, he doesn't have the accolades yet, but like he's better than all three of them. He's better than all three. Like, no. As a better player, hmm? Yeah, like, surpassed as, like, as a better, better player. player. Like he's more, right, he's right, more right, skillful. Right. For, he's more skillful. Has more like moves to his bag. He's bouncier than all three of them. He's just as fast. Um, he has a great mentality. He helps a, a subpar team win games because I'm not gonna lie, man. Memphis is not that good to be being a top five team in the West. Like they're not that great. They're not that great. If you really, if you look at that team and the and that you, roster, you take away you take away that chemistry that Ja built, they don't win games. But that that's such big about Ja. He put that chemistry there. He put that teammate chemistry there, and they win games just off of pure chemistry, bro. But like to me as a player, I think he's better than better than them, bro. He's athletic. Like Cal said, he you can't put anybody in front of him. He's going to do whatever he wants. And that's where I start to agree with the whole AI thing. Cause anybody you put in AI in front of AI, bro, AI was doing it to him. And I think he is gonna have that AI type of career. I think he is gonna win the MVPs, but I don't think his play style would translate into a ring. Yeah. I think he was like one MVP. One. I think I, I think one. Two, I think he could win three. Two or three. Yo, bro, he be putting up like 30, 10. We top. In this new age of NBA, he can win three. Because now you got to think about it, bro. A lot of, a right lot now, of, I feel like he's a contender. Yo, bro, most of these dudes is getting old and going to be out the league soon, bro. The next big three. The, yo, the, next, the next dudes to me for that those MVPs is you got Giannis, Luka, Ja. Well, Tatum. Tatum? Oh, Tatum too, Tatum yeah. too. But Nicole the thing about one, but he could win three, bro. I, I, I mean, the closing to his life, we all know why he didn't win. The, you know, I think it's pot- I think he has potential to win two or three. Last year, the uh, Memphis wasn't Memphis blowing teams out when Ja was hurt. Yeah, yeah. but that, but to yeah. me, take Ja Mayer away from that team, bro. That chemistry that have never gets built. Mm. Like Ja, mm. just like cherry on top, because like they they was ja blowing was, teams out. Right? Yo, like yeah, but it's just like yo, you take Ja away, that chemistry they have, where they dancing and all that shit, that would have yeah. never happened because of Ja. And if Ja never went to Memphis, right. they would That's never be. The they would never be winning. They will never be winning without that chemistry Ja built, in my opinion. 
with that same team. See, it's certain players. It's certain players that got that. Like Zion got that. I think. I think Lamelo got that. I'm, I'm assuming that you would say DG has that too. That his like presence, to, 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 their presence to win games. No, to like make your team like play better. You feel me? Like to have your team more in tune. Oh, hundred percent. Um, I'm not gonna give it to DG. Uh, like he on the court, yeah, it's like passing and shit. But like when it comes to like building chemistry and just giving your dudes the confidence, Lamelo does that because like his personality. Ja does that because his personality. It's just like yeah, we mm. can see you play hard, but I'm not gonna have the same confidence at the end of the day. But like those type of dudes build confidence, and it's kind of hard to say. One the one thing I want to correct you on is Zion, but Zion doesn't. If you actually watch the Pelicans plays play now, they don't play well with Zion and Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. Like you have to play them in staggered minutes. I'm telling you, watch them. I do. Um, I disagree. You disagree, yeah. really? Because I, I was watching. It gotta be. It gotta yeah. be. The thing is, you gotta just be focusing on those threes and get those three dudes rolling. That's the thing. Because there's games where I watched Zion, CJ, and Brandon. They'll just start getting rolling. The thing about them is like I, I hear what you're saying, but. The trick is you got to get them rolling together, and that's what I feel like. A co- like the coach, who's the coach down there? Willie or I mm-hmm. like- Willie Green? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Willie- it's Willie Green. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Willie Green's still trying to figure out how to get those three guys rolling together at the same time, and that's why I feel that's like the issue. yeah. But it's like he's shown that he could do that, but it's just like it's gonna take time. Cause look at Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They're now just figuring out how to get the reels rolling together at the same time. So it's just right. like, give it, I'll say give it like to next year, maybe halfway through this year, they'll figure it out. See, this is this is a little bit off topic, but this is something that always been, that's like been bugging me, right? So, so I, I just, I got to use the Cavs for, for an example, right? So the Cavs, I'm talking about like 2015, 2016 Cavs with LeBron and them, right? So they'll go deep in the playoffs, conference finals. You know what? The thing that bugs me is how the following year they just like get rid of everybody. They bring in new pieces. Like, like you don't think LeBron that messes up chemistry? You I don't think, think players? Should... That's LeBron. I think that's a LeBron thing, in my opinion, bro. You don't think that, that, that Lakers team? Chemistry, like... I, I agree with you hundred percent. Why win a ring and then go blow the whole team up? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Or like perfect example. Look at your, look at your Warriors. Y'all won and blew your bench up. No, 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 no. They couldn't <laughs> afford. Hey, we didn't get rid of nobody, though, really, like that. Like, bro. Yeah, they couldn't afford. Could, yo, bro, if, if y'all could take pay, pay cuts before, you could do it again. Because I'm not going to lie. If that team was still together, I think they was going right back to the chip, bro. That team was perfect. You talking about the KD Warriors? No, I'm talking about the Warriors from last year, bro. They could have took pay cuts again, bro. Jordan Poole could have took a pay cut. He didn't need that big ass contract. He's looking underwhelming too. So now it feels like he wasn't worth it. That just whoa, makes it whoa, worse. Whoa, whoa, as a starter, he's not yeah, underwhelming. That's, that's that's different. Jordan Poole as a starter. What My fault. Yeah. Make your point. I'm sorry. Yeah. As a starter, Jordan Poole gave over twenty. Yeah, what, twenty a what, night. What is he doing this year? I'm just saying. Sure, when he's no, right, no what I'm saying is, I understand mm-hmm. that, but he's been underwhelming. I probably would just give him a hundred flat. That, sure. part, that I would have given a hundred flat. Guess who you would have been capable of keeping if you gave them a hundred flat? GP oh, would still be on your team. Andrew Wiggins, I know Andrew, Andrew Wiggins would have took a little pay cut too. Auto Porter would have probably stayed. And now you're bent. You know what I'm saying? 
It's just honestly, like, I don't understand that I, culture of winning a ring and blowing your team up. It will never make sense to me. Or making a run and then blowing your team up. Like that OKC team is the most prime example ever, bro, with KD, Westbrook, and Harden. Y'all went to the finals once, one time, and you blew the team up. I read of Harden. You blew well, the team weren't here. Right they chose Ibaka over Harden. That's what it was. They chose Ibaka over Harden. Yeah, but it's just like so, you got to understand what the pieces you got, bro. A question though, if those three guys were to still stay in OKC, would they have one one ring? They would have two. They would have fucking three. <laughs> I, I don't know about a three P. I'll say two. I'll t- I can't say three because <clears throat> there was only two years before we ran into the Warriors. <laughs> so yeah, so I think Rocket, the Rockets were a problem too. Nah, the Rockets was a problem, but their their offense always that fell flat. Yeah, but their offense always fell flat in the playoffs because it's like you can't just run a pick and roll and chuck threes all game. It's stupid. Yeah, facts. Facts. I got a question. So you think if instead of Harden leaving and they let Russ go, you think you think that team wins a ring? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Depending on what they got for Russ. Yeah, that too. You never know. But I'd say that I think they would have had a better chance with Harden than Westbrook. Because, again, like I said last basketball EP, That's a tough take. Westbrook's game doesn't truly complement other stars. A championship team. Yeah. It doesn't complement other stars. Like, it's hard. It's, it's hard for him to complement with other players. So it's just like. And we see, even with the Lakers now, you throw him on the bench with the bench squad, he's killing. But you put him in the starting lineup with other stars, everybody's up and down. Everybody's struggling. So it's just like, with Westbrook, I just feel like his game just doesn't complement another star. And I feel like with Harden, in that day and age, in that time, I feel like he would have complimented KD a bit better. Got two scores. Yeah, I feel like that would have worked. Because Harden could pass that ball. (laughs) He could, but he was also scoring back then too. So imagine that scoring with Katie, Katie yeah. dropping thirty, Harden's probably dropping thirty-two, maybe twenty, twenty-five. Right? You, you, I feel like they, that team would win. Yeah, we're gonna roll into the next topic. And this is something I, 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 I wanted to speak on for a minute. Is Tom Thibodeau holding back the Knicks? And I'm gonna go first. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna go first. Um, Tibbs was a great coach in his heyday before the NBA changed. Before Tibbs was great until Steph Curry and Clay and the Warriors changed that the game of basketball. Yes, and then yes. after that, it turned into shooting threes and younger players being good and all that. And Tibbs is a so like a super old fashioned coach. I got my eight man rotation. We're gonna play defense, and I'm sticking to my vets. And right now, he has a team. Loaded with young talent. And he refuses to play his bench. He's refusing to put guys where they need to be. And he's just relying on an eight-man rotation. And it's just like, bro, what are you doing? You have all the talent in the world to start winning games in New York again. And it's just like you're holding them back by playing bad rotations or giving dudes ch- like stagnant minutes. It just doesn't look good. Like you're holding them back from winning the game. It's just it's stupid to me. Like, it's stupid. Like it's just dumb. Like what he like, bro. You're a great coach, but you're not made for the modern NBA. Like, get give it up. And I don't know why the Knicks don't fire him. <laughs> I don't get it. It's it's frustrating. <laughs> like it just doesn't I know make why. sense. 
You're, you're just holding that team back. Like, you're holding them back from their max potential. I swear if a different coach comes in there, what happened? I said I'm surprised you didn't spaz. I'm surprised because you – yeah. Now you calm about it. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, bro, there's not much I need to get, I get mad at. It's just, like, it's a fact now. Like, yo, I ain't going to lie. Like, to go back to what Melo said earlier about Steve Nash, I would fire Tibbs and throw Steve Nash in that system right now. They have the pieces. It's young talent. And I think they, I, was I think they will buy into what Steve Nash wants to do. They have every single piece. I think Steve Nash will make something happen in there. I will give Steve Knicks. Nash. I will give Steve Nash another chance with the Knicks. I would over Tibbs right that's, now. That's valid too. That's valid too because you know RJ a leader and he RJ, RJ Godfather. Then you got you got um you got you got um Brunson, which is the this perfect great point guard like for that role player point guard. Um, I like that. That's that's valid. You got Julius Randle, which I know he'll probably put him in a better position. You got Mitch Robinson, which is a pick and roll center. I know he'll make Brunson have a field day with him. You got uh, Obi yeah. Toppin. Obi Toppin's great for the corner slasher. Then you got Cam Reddish. I know somehow, some way, Steve Nash will help that kid finally yes. find his confidence and build his minutes. You got the kid Sims off the bench. I know he would have that dude jumping out the gym with no tomorrow. You got fucking Yo, that, Derrick Rose is going to buy into that nice, nice, perfect pace. I think Steve Nash will find the perfect pace for him, as always, because Derrick Rose. He always gets the job done. So it's just like, I would throw Steve Nash in that situation right now. Let's go make that petition right now, buddy. Yeah, Let's fuck go do tips. that. Fuck Tibbs. Give him the boot. <laughs> fucking bum. I just think that Tibbs hasn't adapted to the new NBA. I just think that he felt like his old philosophy still work, as in play hard, you know, you know, hard-nosed defense, you know, all four quarters. But he realized that, you know. What, what do you realize? Did, what do you realize? If he realized that he would have changed something, he ain't realized shit. He's a bum. He's a bum, bro. He's a bum. Not lying. Don't get, like I said, I give him his flowers for his his early days, but fucking bum. Get him out of here. But I didn't know that he was playing like an eight-man uh, eight rotation in New York. I thought that he was getting his guys involved. I felt like, he, you know, now that I'm looking at it, he he is he is holding the Knicks back. Cam Reddish, you know the guy the guy could cook, but he only play him on restricted minutes. And this is what like gets me. This was getting me tight. Tibbs is a defensive coach. Cam Reddish plays defense. But what you do? Bench young. Talk about talk about. Oh, I don't want him here. We should have never traded for him, brother. You would, you would rather fucking keep Kevin Knox? He said that. He said that when they first got Cam. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's sick. And you traded for that's Kevin a... Knox, the kid with brick feet and who just never developed. That's who you wanted? Get the fuck out of here, bro. He's a bum. There yeah. it is. He's spazzing now. <laughs> Tibbs was good yeah. at his heyday. Now you're just following Derrick Rose around because you you the reason why he got hurt. I've been bro, and I was getting to that boy. I was getting to that. That's exactly the reason why the Knicks is kicking him, bro. He ruined D-Rose's career. He's guilty. He's following D-Rose wherever he goes. Every team. Literally every, every team. Every team. Minnesota, he followed him. Detroit. I think he went to the Detroit. Nick, like, bro, he's following him. He's guilty for that. He knows he's guilty for that. He just ruined that man's career. That's why he's there. D-Rose has him signed to the Knicks, not the Knicks. Right? Yeah, my fault. Yeah. Knicks ain't doing nothing with Tim. Who's Who's next? It, it was really me. <laughs> I'm, I'm spazzing out with you on that one. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah, he's holding him back. They're, that team could be a playoff team. I'd say 
five to seven seed. Mm-hmm. I'd say they, 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 and like you were saying, you take Tibbs out, bring in Steve Nash. I feel like that, that's like a guarantee they'll be in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. And we already spazzed out about the whole reason why he's still there. But yeah, it's crazy. Like they, they have the potential. They have all the young guys. They just need a game plan and get and need to be all of them need to be utilized. And I think Steve Nash can do that. It's just you got to get Tibbs out of there. And I feel like if, I don't want to say this because I feel like if Tibbs goes, I feel like Rose is going too. But I hope that's not the case. I think it's. I hope that's not the case. Other way around. I think it's if Rose leaves, he leaves. He's, he's leaving, but still, like, hey, if, l- l- let's just say. Uh, Let's just say it does happen. If Tibbs has to go to Rose, like, yeah, I'm out too. Hey, I, I'm, I don't know how to feel about Rose at that point because why are you doing that to yourself? You yeah. have opportunity to get a chip. They'll be okay with Rose leaving because they got Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie, how you feel about it? I was just, I was just looking at their roster. They roster deep too, though. So I feel like <laughs> Who plays? They do have <laughs> pieces like, like – Mitchell Robinson, Obi Toppin. So it's not it's it's not really one position that I feel like they lack at. I feel like they just got to put it all together. Maybe Tibbs might not see. I'm really I'm really buying into the Steve Nash to the next though. I like that. That that one right there sits well with me. I like that one a lot. But I think they do got to get Tibbs up out of there. Give him the boot, Cal. Yeah, for you know you know I don't like Tibbs. Like Tibbs Tibbs doesn't play Cam Reddish and. and he has Julius Randle bringing the ball up the court, who's like, a black fucking no. Like, um, he has a deep bench, like you said. He doesn't play over. He doesn't play quickly. Quickly can be like a Tyrese Maxey type of player, and you don't mm. play Or a Bowen's Highland type of player. Oh, I'm trying to tell you, it's a couple of them, bro. Trey yeah, Mann. It's a couple of they. I feel like they're the same almost type player for real. Yeah, like Jordan Poole, Trey Man, Tyrese Maxey. I agree. 100%. Um, all those players, Bones High, they're they're all the same type of players. Like those combo guards who can give you fucking buckets. So for me, for me, it's just Tibbs. Tibbs has got to go, bro. There's no point of having him. He's not a player coach. He's never been a player coach. He's an organization coach. He he's gonna go in there. He's gonna build the team up. And it's gonna destroy itself in three to two years, or two to three years. Excuse me. So yeah, he has to go. What was you about to say, man? Um, then I say he gets fired and end up with a new head coaching job elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. resume. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't be that way. You feel me? Like just because you are not even a winning coach, you feel me? He's not a winning coach in the aspect of going to the playoffs and having success. He's more of a I'm going to get a team to the fifth or fourth seed, and, and that's it. That's Max. That's who we're going. That's the cap. I agree, man. Tips. I, I got another thing. So, let's let's say you either get Steve Nash or you get Boston's head coach. E-May? You think, you think that'll work? E-May, yeah. E-May will get them motherfuckers rolling. Right. E-May yeah. will right. get them rolling. Right. I think you like, will they give Boston, like, a run for their money? Ooh. Nah. Boston, I think I think it'll be a good series to see him in the playoffs, but that that JT and JB, nah, yeah, they, they, they're on one, man. They're just on one this year, and I, I love <laughs> that because I've been waiting for this day to happen for them. And you know, being from New York, I hate everything about Boston, but it's just like I've been wanting to see them two dudes really start getting the wheels rolling together, and they're doing it right now. So it's not, it's a beautiful sight. Even though even though I think JT. Is, 
Go, Kyrie. No, I'm just saying, like, I hope they could just find a way to keep them together for, like, mm-hmm. the majority yeah. of their career. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think they could win a ring. What you saying? Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, even though JT's inconsistent, I'll be watching his game. He's super inconsistent. He's streaky as fuck. And, and that, I don't know why he doesn't take middies, but, like, bro, take some mid-range shots, bro. Mid-range is a yeah. lost yeah. art, bro. It's a lost art. Yeah, it's not about mid-range, bro. Got he it. just he just thinks he can sidestep every three. Blame 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 dudes like Curry and Dame for that one. What? Bro, Dame Dame takes sidestep threes like it's nothing, bro. I don't know how he, the hell he does it, man. Like Dame does <laughs> power jumps. I'm like, bro, you're making it look so easy, and that's not an easy shot. But George, oh, no, don't feel bad, big bro. That's a bad nah, shot, man. PG you don't feel bad. That that shot was terrible. <laughs> that shot was terrible, bro. That, that nigga was, that, bro. Dame was like forty feet out, bro. <laughs> he said, "Damn, it was this far." Yeah, bro. <laughs> he, said, he said, "Well, guess I'm gonna let it fly." <laughs> At the he just shot at the bait like it wasn't nothing. But that's what I'm saying. Like to have your go-to move as a sidestep three and make it consistent is crazy to me. He's not hitting it anymore. I'm watching him. He, he's he's not off, falling. He's coming off of sitting out a whole he's year. That's when he hit the drums. Cut him some mm-hmm. slack. He's coming off a whole year. At least he's playing. Unlike dudes like Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> Kawhi loading up, chill. Loading up for what? Yeah. It's been a year and a half. Well, I was Clay's Clay's playing terrible. They played good last night, though. I'm gonna see drop. My boy was last night. My boy was netting threes and all the hard. I'll tell you in a second. Because they played the Knicks. That's why. Yeah, my boy. Everybody goes off against the Knicks. I don't know what the fuck. It's like everybody just hits the Knicks. Nah, bro. Yeah. Everyone who gets those knees injuries, bro, that's the injury. It's hard to come back. What was, his, what was his shooting? 8 for 16, uh, 4 for 10. That's good splits. That's decent. That's good splits. That's good splits. That's good splits. Um, what did you say, Melo? Nothing. Not bad. Not bad. 50% shooting. I don't care. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not jacking one game. Do it again. <laughs> No, bro, he's been playing like <laughs> shit. Rolling, bro. I'm trying to tell you, it's going to start rolling. They're going to start netting. This is, watch. They just got to pick up on defense. You know, it, it, it be the bigs beat. Somehow somebody slips back door behind Looney a lot of a lot of the time. But, like, for the majority of the time, Looney does, he's on it. But, like, it's just simple. It's simple shit, bro. That's all it I, is, bro. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I thought Kevin Looney was, like, 35. I'm going to fuck only 20. Nah, he's young, bro. That he ain't no old. Bro, he, he looking on the old-ass man, minute, bro. He's, he's been on the Warriors for a minute. He's only 26, yeah. bro. I thought he was, like, 35. I thought he was a UD for uh for Golden State. I thought he was down his ass. him. He might be doing better than Wiseman. Wiseman, oh my God! Let's talk about that I mean, one real quick. It's a little subtopic. Uh, Wiseman oh, getting sent back down to the G League. Like, I, I think we good. I'm gonna I'm throw this out here for uh, one of them fake Twitter pages to tweet. I mean, I think we need to get rid of get rid of Wiseman. Yeah, get rid of Kuminga. Kum- Maybe a pick. I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna. Lie. I'd get rid of some of the young players to get KD, 
But they gotta find a way to they gotta find a way to get Dwight too, bro. I'm sorry. We, bro, yeah. looking like Will Chamberlain in Taiwan, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and out there shooting threes and everything. Bro put up 30, 20, and like six or some shit. I'm like, yo, yeah. bro, who is this guy? Nicole the Jokic? What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, I watched the highlights, bro, out here dribbling, crossing people. I'm like, bro, he pulling up three bro, he's side steps. In the trash league, though. Bro, at the end of the day, bro, we never see this man even attempt none of that. I don't care. I don't care. No, he doesn't. We all know he can still play. Brooklyn Nets should have picked him up right away. But Brooklyn's trash. Terrible, terrible GMs. We're going to get into the last topic. I feel like we're all going to have different answers here, too. So, mm-hmm. who is the best shooting guard in the NBA at the moment? It's Middleton. He's not even playing. <laughs> He's trolling. Oh, I like, I like He's trolling. Now, I'm not trolling. I'm being that's it. Chris Middleton. He's not even no, playing right now. Bro, Dude, can I you give me an active yes. player? <laughs> I mean, that's serious. Chris Middleton. Shooting guard. Yeah, don't come on the EP. I don't Chris Middleton is underrated. Nah, no, Chris Middleton's a bucket, bro. But, like, give me an active player, bro. He's not even playing. But, oh, wait, so you're talking about current players playing right now? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's oh, my fault. I think that you're talking about, like, in general. No, no, no. You get it. Damn, but. We all gonna have the same one. No, we're not. I, no, 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 we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. not. <laughs> no, the fuck we not. You sure? Go, 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 bro. What he was? Positive. Jay Brown. Jay Brown. Mm, Jalen Brown. I didn't think of him. That's a good one. A good He's on my list, star. but he ain't the guy. A good two-way star. You know, somebody that could give you a good twenty-five a night. You know. If if um if Tatum is slacking, he'll definitely pick it up for Tatum and Facts. make it happen. And you know he you know he definitely guards on defense. You know he's he's very nitty gritty on defense, and I think that he's the best shooting guard. You cut you cut oh, oh, I'm saying he's very he's very nitty gritty on defense, and that's why I like Tatum. I like the way oh. that. You know, he drives to the hoop. You know, he's able to change directions. So, I'm going to go with Tatum. I mean, not Tatum, but Brown. All right. For the shooting guard. Okay. All right, real quick. Are we counting SGA as a shooting guard? Yes, we are. Nah, man, yes, we fucking are. Yep. All right, so I'm going to do 1A and 1B then, because since we got a mixed answers, 1A, I'm going to go SGA. 2A. Or 1B, 2B, whatever. You, you get the gist of it. I'm going Donovan Mitchell. D-Book is number two in my book. Cam, I know you hurt, but yeah, it's just going to have to go. It's an opinion-based answer. And SGA is not a yeah. shooting guard. He's listed as a point guard. But That's what that's I said. If, if, just in case, if we list him as a shooting guard, we're going to put him in yeah, one. Why are you shaking your head, bro? He is listed as a point guard, bro. What are we doing here, bro? If this man gets buckets, he's a shooting he guard. Both. All know this. He is literally He's listed a, only as a point guard, bro. You could be listed only because you get buckets doesn't mean you're a shooting guard, bro. Let me debunk your whole your whole theory right here. What is what is Stephen Curry? A point guard. What does he play like? He gets buckets. Fuck are you talking about? 
Point guard. <laughs> your point guard. Yo, only because you don't you pass the ball doesn't ball. mean your position changes all of a sudden. What the fuck? Bro, no, I can't. I ain't doing this one. I ain't doing this one. Yeah, this shit is stupid. Kyrie, what's the answer? I can't because, okay, look, look, look. Use Kyrie, for example. What is Kyrie? Kyrie, a point guard. Okay, but even he said himself, he's a shooting guard. I don't want to play point. That's what he listed as. Point guard. Shut that shit up. Kyrie, go. He's a point guard, bro. Kyrie, go. His joint point guard slash shooting guard. I mean, truthfully, I was going to say SGA, but I feel like a lot of us was going to say SGA. Not me. But, I mean, like, for right now, honestly, I'm looking at this man's splits. <laughs> you got you got to give it to Don, bro. I feel like we got to give it to Don. He's in a new situation as well. Like, nobody expected the Cavs to be playing the level that they're playing at. Like. I mean, we, we all know they have the pieces, but it's not as simple as just having the pieces. You got to put that shit together. Like, nah, it's easy. So, you got freaking the Twin Towers in the paint and two point guards who could score the, score the <laughs> shit out of the 31, though, on a new team is crazy oh, to me. Like, bucket. I, I, thought, I thought that was a guaranteed thing. one walking, but he's undersized, yeah, too. Like, he's a walking. So is DG. That's the craziest thing about their backcourt, bro. It's two <laughs> undersized guards going stupid. I didn't, think, I didn't think it was going to work, but I didn't think they was going to. Shit. Be how they are. I ain't gonna lie. I'm switching my answer. Uh, what? Nah, bro. His shooting splits is too good for putting up 30. Who? Don. Mm-hmm. I told you. I told you. I never I said told Don. You that. It wasn't tough. What are we doing here? Bro, I said he was the best shooting guard in the oh, league. And he was like, Jack, nah. Still Jack book. Book, man. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that. Jack but my answer, my answer is SBA. My answer is SGA. Right now, because SGA can play defense and he can play offense. What shooting guard is giving you a block a game? Tell me. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Chris Jalen Brown. Think about giving you a block and a steal plus 30, bro. Come on now. Think about Jalen Brown. Think about all the NBA players. No, not Jalen Brown and doing that. Think about all the NBA players. These point guards like Westbrook that are dunk on anybody. But they don't glass shit. Like they don't be blocking shots. I don't get I that. Don't make sense. John Wall. Like, you used got to be a great shot blocker. John Wall was definitely one of those. But they score like yeah, SGA defense. We know I mean, John Wall. It was, Wall a, it was a different NBA, bro. I get what you're saying, but you you can't take away from SGA's talent because it's a different shit away NBA. from him. I'm just saying, like this, uh, Jalen Brown could do that. Chris Middleton could do it too. But obviously, I'm not bro. going. I'm not going for blocks if I'm on the Bucks. You got that motherfucker seven foot. Yeah. God running through the damn paint, flying through the air. I ain't going for a block. What the hell? What <laughs> well, I need to jump? Oh, y'all be coming, yo. Y'all is be coming out of nowhere and just glass and shit, bro. Yo, yo, NBA is really averaging a block point five a game as a shooting guard. That's tough. Yeah. There ain't no, sh- he's a point guard, but he ain't, he ain't got no if shot I bet you if Chet, if Chet was there, he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't be averaging one point five. But it is, he wouldn't. They don't That's have a, a center, bro. Name their center. First of, all, first of all, he's not just blocking big man. He's blocking no, guards. I, yeah, obviously he has a he has a freaking great arm, whiff, arm span. So when they drive, he beats them. But I'm just saying, like, if Chet was there, he's not gonna risk some of those plays. That's what I'm saying. But that's still amazing. No, I'm, I just said it's good. What are we doing Why? here? Oh. What are we doing? You know, Kyle just be making me seem like I'm an ass. Like he's doing great. <laughs> And he's Canadian, bro. So he's Canadian. I love it. But he just at the end of the day, 
he's not a shooting guard to me. He's a shooting guard. You know he's a shooting guard, bro. I don't know. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, okay. He, he, he does, he does play season. point guard, but... In, in, hmm? look, in everybody's yo, bro, eyes... Yo, bro, he's averaging six assists. He's a point guard. What is Curry Kyle, averaging? Kyle, why do you what do is this? Is six assists what not is good now? Cal, you want motherfuckers to average, Cal, average Cal, like 80 Cal, fucking 20 assists, 20 rebounds. Like, stop it, bro. Six assists is good, bro. Curry averaged 6.6. I'm not passing if I'm SGA. What the fuck? I'm on OKC. I'm in Oklahoma. He's a shooting guard. Giddy is the one. Giddy's not the, the one, two. bro. Yes, he fucking is. Oh, no, I don't know shit. This is a fact. Oh my God. Giddy is the one. SGA is the two. How's Giddy the one if SGA is averaging more assists? Wait, what? SGA is averaging more assists than Josh Giddy. How many minutes is Giddy averaging? 30. How much is SGA averaging? Hold on, man. I don't got both of them. Look, I'm not knocking that he's not a shooting guard, but... 35 minutes. Guard, I don't care if you pass so much because he doesn't score. He doesn't look to score. Josh Giddy doesn't look first to score. First of all, the coach run is, runs more sets for SJ than Giddy. Oh, yeah, you don't want to hear it, bastard. Uh, you, call me a, uh, you call me a fucking bastard. SJ is the fucking point guard. He averages more assists, too. I don't care. Shut up. Shut up. He's a point guard. <laughs> Starting not, point guard. Literally, yes, oh, DG part two. <laughs> Different players now. Oh, bro, he's the fucking point guard, bro. Not. Yo. He's not. He plays both. I'm gonna leave it at that. He's the point guard. But if we grow on true shooting guard, Donovan Mitchell is it. Yeah, true, true, true shooting guard is Don. At the moment, it's Don. Curry only. Nah, Curry averages six assists. Who? Curry. Exactly. So that's, that's. Guess what? Guess what? He's the point guard. He's the shooting guard. We all know Steph is the shooting guard. We all know this shit. Bro. We what, all what, know this shit. What do you smoke tonight, bro? You know okay, okay. I, I understand what Cal said, but he's the point guard, bro. So, 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 hold on, 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 with the Steph one. So, he has, uh-huh. to, he has to be one of the greatest shooting guards of all time instead of one of the greatest point guards of all time, then. Who's the point guard? If Steph's the shooting guard, who's the point guard? Who's the point guard? Shut up! Shut! Shut! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Are we not wrong though? I'll just debunk it right wrong? there. I'll just debunk. Shut up! Shut up! Are we not wrong? You're wrong as hell. Draymond don't play me, bro. Bro, he he passes off the pick and rolls, bro. It's a pick roll yes. slide. Pick, bro, he, okay, but he's not like, the point guard. He's not, he's not the point guard. Like he directs the traffic, bro. Yeah, not the point guard. He's telling, he's telling no, Melo, I ain't gonna front. You haven't said this. Okay, it's just, it's just argument. like LeBron. It's just like LeBron. What is LeBron? He's a completely. He can play. He can play like a point guard. LeBron's a different. Jokic's the point guard. He can play like a point guard. Jokic and Bron is see see the thing about Jokic and Bron like. Only reason I'm saying their situation is different is like they dead be bringing the ball up and doing everything. So like LeBron's really a point forward, bro, and Jokic is dead ass a point center. No one else is bringing that ball up for real besides them two dudes. That's the situation with them. Like Jokic really be bringing the ball up, bro. He really be orchestrating the offense. Like he really runs the plays. The same as Bron. So it's just like they they I could I consider them guys point forwards or point center. 
I, yeah, that's different. That's different. But um, yeah. But I, I understand what you're saying, Cam. I, I get it. I guess you. Yeah. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of we got the Lamelo Ball DG Part Two over here. Nah. Uh, Lamelo need to focus on his health. Yes. Dude, dude, dude. See that ankle. Yeah, well, I want to see. I want to see Lamelo. I want to see Lamelo win, but he he looking like Lonzo now, just injury prone. Hey, 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 don't disrespect Lonzo. He stepped on a fan's ankle, bro. He can't, you feel me? We may never see Lonzo back on the court, gentlemen. Bro, y'all want to give every excuse in the world for Melo. I'm tired of shit. I'm not giving him that excuse. He got to play Lonzo. Me personally, I'm a Lonzo. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Cal. What do you got to do? You got to play. You roll your ankle? Stop being light-skinned. Play through it. Come on, now. Get it together. Lace up, wait a minute. Lace it up. Wait a minute. Lace it up. Nah, yeah, I said I'll be, I'll be, I'll be just tightening my shoe and just still play. But then again, I'm not getting paid millions, so it's different. Fact. You got the top of the notch medical staff, though. They get filming. It's also true. Yeah, put a shot in my ankle. Yeah, let's get going. You know, it's some freaking low top shoes. If they get some high top shoes, See, you like know what's funny Davis about that, bro? You know what's funny about that? I wore low top shoes my whole life. The one time I wore high top shoes, I got hurt. That shit ass backwards. I know. I know. Those Kobe nines, right? Yeah, those the high top Kobe nines, bro. I felt like my ankle did a whole 360. It's crazy. (laughs) I never played in high tops again. It's bad work. It's limited. It's limiting my movement for my ankle. High tops is for really for the bigs. Yeah. Like what AD should be wearing. Yeah, that's what's really cool. AD need to wear a bubble suit. I was about to say that man need bubble wrap, bro. They didn't need that uh, that curry ankle bracelet. You know that curry, curry heavy, curry got heavily like, like, bionic ankle Ooh. braces. Like curry, they don't move, crazy, bro. Curry, you said you ever seen Trey shit? Shit's as big as hell. Yeah, Trey got the. Trey, is big too. Pause. Oh, we're ending the movie on that one. That was all right. Um, thank you, <laughs> thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We'll be back. Again next week, be able to look on the lookout for the episodes. But yeah, thanks for supporting us and keep supporting us. We love y'all. Peace.